Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break down the 11 game, yes, 11 game NBA main set on Wednesday. Before we get into the video though, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. But before we get into the video guys, I want to thank you again for the continued support closing in right now on 7.5 thousand subscribers. If you guys do enjoy this content, would really appreciate if you could hit the like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos you know when I go live. As always, we'll be doing a YouTube live stream before a lock to go over everything, answer your guys' questions. Um, let's aim for 300 likes in this video, guys. Um, again, aiming high for, for this one. Um, also, if you guys cannot watch these videos, I do up on the Apple Podcast with a link down below. If you guys are interested in signing up for premium content, I now offer that on Patreon.com, a couple different packages. You can check that out. If you have any questions, just let me know. Um, again, in the comment section, you can hit me up on Twitter. And finally, I want to thank PrizePix for sponsoring the show. Um, if you guys are not familiar with PrizePix, again, it's a site where you're betting on basically fantasy projections, right? Fantasy points. So, like tonight, Jean Murray projects for 32 fantasy points. Do you like the under? Do you like the over there? So, that's basically the concept. You're not playing against anyone, you're playing against the house. If you guys want to sign up, you need to go DKDFS. It's DKDFS, all one word. I'll have a link down below. So, you get a 100% match up to $100. So, basically, you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. But with that all out of the way, let's jump in the video. So before we talk about players and their prices for this 11-game slate, let's look back on the lineup here from Tuesday. And Tuesday, right now, things are up in the air. So it's 8.20 Central. We got about 40 minutes until that Clippers game locks. And I still, we still, I don't believe, have um, Paul George news. So we got Paul George listed as questionably up. Still don't have that news. Um, so basically, I moved some of my lineup around to, to play for the fact that hoping he's out. So, you know, I got Kawhi Leonard in there. I got Lou Williams in there. I have Pat Bev. I could go Kennard, too. That'll be a game-time call, so we'll see. Uh, THT was a value play that, honestly, I, I thought the game could have blown out. Memphis, or, or I thought the Lakers could have blown out Memphis. Memphis surprisingly winning by two. And then you have uh, the Nets without KD, like, blowing out Utah. So it's like, what is going on this year in NBA? Honestly, what is going on? Um, but yeah, rest of my lineup, again, kind of up in the air. We'll see how, if, if Paul George is in, I'm going to have to move a couple things around. Um, my original lineup, I had Dozier and Jermichael Green in there. I was playing for the blowout in that game, so I was hoping Denver could blow up Minnesota. But I had to move some things around, so really hoping Paul George ends up not playing. So, you know, these uh, these Clippers guys look pretty good with uh, if he, in fact, is out. Um, but yeah, that's it for the look back. Again, it's early uh, on in uh, the slate. So let's talk about this 11-game slate against a doozy. Uh, we have Rockets, we have Pacers, the 227 over under. The Pacers are two-point favorites. The Wizards and 76ers are 231.5 over under. The 76ers are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Celtics, Heat, a 218 over under. The Heat are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Hornets and Hawks, a 231 over under. The Hawks are six-point favorites. We have Jazz, we have Knicks, it's the 215 over under. The Jazz are six-point favorites. Pistons and Bucks, they are getting Blake back, but still 13.5-point spread, 226.5 over under. Thunder and Pelicans uh, waiting on the over-under at the moment. It's eight-point spread the Pelicans are favored by. Raptors and Suns at 217.5 over under. The Suns are 3.5-point favorites. In the late-night game here, this game looks pretty appealing, which means it'll somehow blow out. Because <laughs> the game I liked a lot last night, the, the, the Kings and the Warriors blew out. Uh, but yeah, 231.5 over under. The Kings are seven-point favorites. So let's go position by position for this video. Again, I kind of swap you know, with the videos. One video I'll do team by team. One I'll do position by position. I know some of you guys like both, so I'm just going to go back and forth here. We'll go position by position. We'll start center. Giannis entered the combo at 10-9. The same exact thing I'll say. It's the same matchup. Um, he has enormous upside if the game stays close. If the game stays close. It did stay close last time. He put up over 60 fancy points. The blowout risk is real, though. So it's the risk-reward factor. 
Um, if you think this game does stay close, I think Giannis looks like a really good play at the top. But again, pretty big risk that the game does not stay competitive. Embiid at, at under 10K against Washington. You know, last three games haven't been great for him. 39, 46, and 44. I think that definitely will lower the ownership. Now, he did have 44 fantasy points in that blowout. Like, the game did not stay competitive. So, he was on pace to have a really good game. This is a good matchup. I kind of like him as a contrarian spend-up. I think people will box score watch and avoid him. But this is a spot you could see 60-plus from Embiid. Now, Sabonis, the price dropped a little bit on him. Love the matchup here for Houston if he can stay out of foul trouble. He got in some foul trouble against the Knicks. He fouled out against the Pelicans. So, you know, that does make him slightly riskier with his foul concerns, at least just looking at the last couple games. As long as he stays out of foul trouble, he pushes for about 40 minutes and stuffs the stat sheet. And this is one of the better matchups against Houston that does not play a ton of defense. Um, like sure, Christian Wood, again, a good offensive player, not a good defender at all. So I do have a good amount of nuisance of bonus, especially, again, if he can stay out of foul trouble. Vucevic is always was under-owned. He just always is under-owned. He's been really consistent. Uh, in games that have been competitive, 52 and 52, that game against Cleveland blew out, only at 47, but again, was on pace for 50-plus. The price didn't move. It actually dropped $100. Same matchup. I think Vucevic is one of the safer plays on the board at 8-7. Really do like Vucevic. Um, Drummond more of the contrarian play. Obviously, he's been up and down. He did get the minutes last game. But when I'm high on him, he plays 20 minutes. So, yeah, Drummond plays over 30 minutes. At 8-6, he definitely can go for 50-plus. Like, we've seen it multiple times from Drummond already this season. Also, though, he's a guy that struggles with fouls, and he's been benched twice already. So, the range of outcomes that Andre Drummond are so high, making him a good GPP play. Other options, let's see. Don't mind the Pelicans, guys, uh, against OKC. OKC is not a great defensive team. So, like, Zion, Ingram, they look decent. Christian Wood, the opposite side at 7-7, is okay. Not a priority for me in this matchup. Let's see. Uh, other options here. I don't like playing centers against the beat. I never do. Now, Capella, I think now he's priced about right. So, I think he's a fair play. Not, like, an amazing play. But now he's, again, 6-7, like, High 6 to low 7K range to where Capella should be priced. So he's priced right. I'm not going to play Blake. He's really been disappointing this year. Um, again, Steven Adams, revenge game. You guys know, 30 minutes, 25 to 35 fancy points. So that's what you're going to get out of him. Now, Rashawn Holmes was the tilt last night. Gotten some foul trouble and the game blew out. So it was like two things, right? The last three, the previous three games, 32, 36, and 33 minutes. And I do want to target bigs against the Bulls. But again, my concern always, I always just have an uneasy feeling with Holmes because he's a guy that is in foul trouble a lot. Like he's an aggressive player. So like he just gets in foul trouble a lot, uh, a lot. So it makes him slightly riskier. The ownership will drop after he was the chalk bust last game, but I still have interest in him, more of a GPP play. Let's see, other options at center. Uh, Boucher, so the Mets went down on him a bit, right? Only played 21, and that was with a blowout, too. So, like, I'm still, like, I still don't know what his role is. Like, I think he he was only on pace, I think, for, like, high teens minutes of the game, say, competitive, which makes him, obviously, a riskier play. P.J. Washington is at 5K. I do like the matchup for him. He is going to play some backup center. That game blew out last game. He also was in foul trouble. I kind of like the price on him, which is a little scary, because I'm never a fan of these Charlotte Hornets, but... If P.J. Washington can stay out of foul trouble and play over 30 minutes and play a good amount at the backup five, I think he is a pretty decent play there. Got Bobby Portis. If you think this game does not stay competitive, he's the guy you want to target. He would get more extended a bit if the game does blow out. Kelly Olenek did start the last game, played 28 minutes in a blowout. Probably would have played a little bit more 
if he starts again in a revenge game narrative, I think he's a viable play. Again, good shooter. He's a decent point printed guy, so would have some interest. Now, the boogeyman got ejected that last game, but look at this. In three minutes, he had 11 fancy points. Like, that's the type of upside he can have. He's now at 4-3. We still have only seen 14 and 11 minutes, so I think the plan, unless Wood gets in foul trouble, is like 15 minutes from Boogie. But a situation where Wood picks up two quick fouls, Boogie Cousins is going to break the slate. Right, we saw it tonight. DeAndre Jordan, four fouls in four minutes. Literally averaged a foul a minute. So Jared Allen just plays the whole game and he's crushing. Right? If something like that happens, if Christian Wood picks up early foul trouble, Boogie will break the slate because he's that good of a point parent guy. Other options, center, not a ton of like in the value range, to be honest. Um, I just don't think we have to go down here. So yeah, maybe value opens up throughout the day, but at the moment, not a ton of like down there. Power forward, again, talk about Giannis. Talk about Rand- uh, Randall is, you know, against the Jazz. I know he's going to play huge minutes. I'm not super, super excited about that one. Jason Tatum, if Marcus Smart is out, um, I think he does look like a pretty solid option. He played 32 minutes, had 56 fancy points. Now, he did shoot the ball really well, 11 of 19, but still, offense. Uh, again, they're going to be pretty thin if Marcus... If Marcus Smart is out, it's going to be Tatum and Brown and Peyton Pritchard off the bench. So those three guys would all be viable. Again, talk about Ingram and Zion. Good matchup for these guys if this game can stay close. I prefer Ingram. He's just had more upside recently. I think he has the higher ceiling. Higher. I think Zion might have a higher floor, but um, I like the ceiling more on a guy like Brandon Ingram. Let's see. Other options at small forward. Just scrolling through. I think Otto's a fine play. We'll see how, they go, how, how it goes tonight against... Um, Portland, but he's a guy that should play about 30 minutes. Price is not amazing, but I think he's viable. Aaron Gordon had a big game last time out, only 28 minutes. Again, that game blew out. He's probably on pace for about 30. Um, I think, you know, even though Price coming up, he's still a decent player in the mid-range. Harrison Barnes, that really scared me last night. Now, again, the game blew out. He would have had a nice game if the game stays close. I do like the matchup for him. He's been pretty consistent, surprisingly. So even at this price, I do have some interest there in Harrison Barnes. I do like Darius Baisley at 5'8". Um, he was on pace of a really good game the last game, and it blew out. He had 35 and 26 minutes in a tough matchup. This is a better matchup. I think Darius Baisley is firmly in play um, at that price point. So C.D. Osmond had a big game last time just because we had a couple injuries. Um, Darius Garland was out. Uh, Dante Axum went down. We do have, looks like Okoro is back. So we'll see what they do with the starting lineup. But C.D. starts would have some interest. Uh, so, again, got to see what they do with that starting lineup. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, other options, kind of in the cheaper range. Not a ton. I like I mentioned Kelly Olenek. Uh, Sadiq Bey is out of play with uh, Blake Griffin playing. Again, Okoro looks like he's back. So that's another body to the Cavs rotation. Yeah, there's just not a ton I like down here for value. So let's move on to small forward. Kawhi, so got him under the status of Paul George. Still got to keep an eye on Paul George tonight because I got to change my lineup if he is in. If Paul George is out for this game, then I think Kawhi looks like one of the better plays of the slate. Really good matchup. Uh, and with no Paul George, the usage goes way up and would feel more confident this game stays close too. So got to monitor that. I think there's a chance maybe like Paul George is out tonight. Maybe they rest Kawhi tomorrow and then Paul George would be good. So we'll see, right? We got to keep an eye on this. But if Paul George is in fact out, I think Kawhi is one of the better plays there at 9-1. I'm going to mention Tatum. I think he's a really good play, especially if Marcus Smart is out. Don't mind Jalen Brown either. He's an interesting uh, pivot off Tatum, right? Tatum was uh, a guy that was somewhat popular last slate. I think Tatum will be pretty popular again if Marcus Smart is out. You could look to to Brown to differentiate yourself. He does have upside, not as high of a floor though. 
Let's see. Uh, other options. Oladipo. Again, I like this matchup. So him, Malcolm Brogdon, even though the price is up, these guys are just playing big minutes. Um, I think he is firmly in play, uh, even at 7K. RJ Barrett had a big game, but against the Jazz, mm, 44 minutes. I mean, 42. Like, the minutes will be there for, for Randall and, and Barrett. They will. Um, so that's one thing you know you're going to get with those guys. Scrolling through. Let's see. Other small forward options eh, is not a ton i like just kind of scrolling through the mid-range and the cheap guys like nothing really stands out to me justin holiday did play big minutes the last game but can we expect that again he played 45 in overtime so 40 in regulation if he's gonna get those type of minutes and he's a viable punt but don't know if we can expect again that big of a run again and Kennard could be viable if paul george is out so just got to keep an eye on that um or if on the other side uh, um Kawhi leonard is out but yeah, again, value, not a ton that I love down here. No, J.J. Redick, he played 33 minutes the last game. He had five fancy points in 33 minutes. He has shot the ball. He has made one shot in like the last eight games. He's shooting like 10% from the field. Um, 33 minutes is good to see. We will get a good shooting game from J.J. Redick eventually. We saw it the first game, so I'll just mention it. He's a viable punt, but he's got to hit his shots. All right, let's move on to shooting guard. So Harden at the top of 11K, not a priority for me. There's not a ton of value at the moment. Tougher matchup, so secondary play, more of a contrarian play. Again, if more value value opens up, could be a possibility. Again, Paul George, got to keep an eye on this. Uh, if he's out again, then again, Lou, Lou Williams will get to. Kawhi Leonard look really good. Uh, a couple other options would be viable. I do like Zach Levine. I'm curious how he plays tonight against Portland in a good matchup. But this is this is a game I want exposure to. Two teams that play pretty fast, not a lot of defense. So, yeah, even at 8-3, I do have interest in Levine. Van Fleet's been playing really well recently. 47, 50, and 55 fancy points. He's been shooting the ball well, and he stuffed the stat sheet. I like the matchup here. So, Van Fleet firmly in play at 7-9. You just know the Mets will be there, too, in a competitive game. So, that's always a safe feeling. Let's see. Other options. Uh, again, Kobe White's fine at 6 8. Probably like the upset a little bit more on Levine if you can get to him, but I think he's a viable play in that range. The Charlotte guys are underpriced. It is a good matchup. And they're just so up and down, these guards. We'll get to LaMelo Ball. We'll talk about Devontae Graham here in a sec, too. Other options for uh, shooting guard. Again, Fournier. We have MCW out. If Fournier's out too, could be viable value play with a guy like Cole Anthony, or you know, we'll see how they do the starting lineup. A possible value there. Halliburton think he'll be out again. We can look to Corey Joseph. I think probably pushes for 30 minutes if the game stays close. Lou Williams. So I, I think he's a fine GPP play if Paul George plays. If one of those main guys are out, I think Lou Williams is one of the better plays at 4-4. So again, just something to keep an eye on. Jeff Teague, also status up in the air. If he is out and Marcus Smart is out, we'll get to Peyton Pritchard, I think, is a solid value play. Then also, like, Tatum would be a really good spend-up. And Cole Anthony, possible value here if, in fact, um, Evan Fournier is out because MCW is already out. Like I'll mention Danny Green, but again, he's very lying in the scoring. He has hit his shots last couple games, but he needs to hit his shots to, hit, to get value. Other than that, yeah, there's not a ton I love down here. I mean, Wayne Ellington started that last game, but I, I don't. I just don't have confidence with Blake coming back with those Pistons guys. So that's it for shooting guard. Let's finish up with point guard again. Talked about Harden. Westbrook at 10-2 against Philly is a, I mean, a safer play, right? The minutes will be there for him. He shot the ball terribly last game, 7-25. Still put up 50 fancy points. He's just a guy that stuffs the stat sheet. So 
Sure, even in a not the best matchup, I think Westbrook is firmly in play because minutes and the fact that he does like everything. Now, Steph Curry, I like at, at 9-8. This has a ton of upside. He had 54 in three quarters there against uh, Sacramento. The offense is just running through him. So I think he's still underpriced, even in a tougher matchup. Would feel more confident this game stays close if like one of those main guys are out for the Clippers. So yeah, possibly if they're both in, then there's some blowout risk here. Then there would be a little bit of risk, but again, still really like the upside in Steph Curry uh, under 10K. Trey Young played 40 minutes that last game, which is good to see. He was playing thir- low 30s minutes. So if he's going to get pushed for high 30s minutes, makes him a lot viable in a good, a lot more viable in a good matchup. And De'Aaron Fox, um, I do like this game a good amount. He should play uh, like high 30s minutes, mid to high 30s minutes. Again, great matchup here. He's got stuff to stat sheet. Put up 41 and three quarters that last game against Golden State. So um, I do have interest in De'Aaron Fox there. I also like Malcolm Brogdon. Really good matchup. They're just playing enormous minutes. So he played 41 minutes in back-to-back games in regulation, which is just insane. So him, Sabonis, Oladipo are playing huge minutes in a good matchup. I have interest in all three of those Pacers guys. Other options, again, John Wall was a bust. I got to take the L. Like, I was pretty high on John Wall last slate, and he did not perform. So I got to take the L there. Tougher matchup here. Price didn't move. Still fine, but um, not a priority for me on this slate at least. SGA, the price is coming down on him. 7-3 looks a little bit more appealing. He was in the 8K range for a lot of the season. Um, this is a more appealing price. Now, the Pelicans actually are playing slower this year. They're still not a great defensive team, but they are playing slower. I, I think he's more viable in this league. Not a priority for him, but still, but still a lot more viable. And Drew Holiday, if you think this game stays close, is an interesting play. He put up 40 in 34 minutes in a close game. So we'll like him a lot more if the game does stay competitive. Again, Marcus Smart, Jeff T, got a monitor there. So they're both out. Peyton Pritchard becomes a good value. Other options at uh, guard. So LaMelo Ball, he's played a good amount. Again, a lot of these games have been blowouts, but he's been playing pretty well. Uh, Devontae Graham, Rogier struggling. So I think LaMelo Ball is firmly in play. My only concern is what happens if Devontae Graham and Terry Rogier both play well? Like, does he only play 20 minutes? So there's some risk, but he has been really consistent lately. Good matchup. Um, I think he is a viable play there. Let's see. Um, other point guard options. Again, Darius Garland out for Cleveland. You know, Dotson, CD, a little bit more viable, but Okoro is healthy. Devonta Grams has been shooting the ball terribly, terribly. But we've had blowout, blowout, blowout. Like, what happens when he has a good shooting day? The upside is there for him. Again, more of a contrarian play, though. Peyton Pritchard, if both Smart and Jeff Teague are out, I think he looks like one of the better value plays. Now, he's not going to shoot, probably not going to shoot that well again. But he's a guy that will be a high usage guy at the bench, should play good minutes. I do like him. Again, no MCW, so possibly that's why Cole Anthony is in play if Evan Fournier is out. Mentioned Lou Williams. Uh, let's see. Cheaper options like Pat Bev would be a little more viable if one of those guards or one of those main guys out for the Clippers. And that's probably it for me. And we could have more value opening up throughout the day, but this is the early look video for this 11-game slate. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos you don't want to go live. Uh, But yeah, thanks again for the support, guys. I really do appreciate it. And I will see you all in the live stream tomorrow.